Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Show, where we talk about all components of business and how to utilize them for exponential growth. My name is Nathan Cassiotis. I'm a business growth strategist where I help business owners grow, scale, cut costs, and increase profit. And today, I have an awesome guest. He's a serial entrepreneur, venture capitalist, and mentor. He's the CEO and founder of Profit Proof, where he helps to fund startups. And at age 29, he sold his business for nine figures. And he has helped launch numerous startups, as well as consulted for many of the world's most successful millionaires and billionaires, including Steve Jobs. And entrepreneurs hire him to take them from the top 10% earners to the top 2% earners in the world through changing their brain chemistry to match those of billionaires. Welcome, Alex Moses, and thank you for being on my show. Thank you for an awesome introduction. You're welcome, mate. Uh, you know, you're an awesome guy. So much um, experience and wealth of knowledge. Um, you know, it's amazing with, uh, with what you've done. And I'm sure it's going to be an awesome show today for everyone watching and listening. Um, you know, one thing that sticks out, you know, in that introduction was that, you know, at age 29, which is quite young, right, being uh, an entrepreneur, that you sold your business for nine figures, right? Um, that, like that, that's a massive feat. So, you know, definitely congratulations there. Do you want to maybe just delve into uh, something like at that age, like, you know, maybe how long it took you to get to that point and, um, you know, what, what were some key things in being able to get that amazing result, at, you know, at such a young age as well? Um, my first venture was by necessity that taught me actually a very good lesson. And from that lesson on, I pretty much kept my whole life around the same philosophy. So at the age of 17, I was a refugee. So I was a refugee from war from Ukraine. of all the places. And I ended up in Italy that I spoke no Italian, had no legal paperwork, and I didn't know how to survive. So then I was told by another immigrant who was in the same position that I was, so you can go and just wash windows and somebody will give you money, just go inside and ask him for money after you wash a window in the store in Europe, there's stores like all over the city, like in Rome. So I thought, okay, I don't have a choice. So I have to eat something, I have to survive somehow. So I did that and uh, in a few days, one of the guys in my area too, who was an immigrant as well, he came to me, he said, you know what? I saw you were struggling only like a few days ago, suddenly you have money, you guys see you going to the restaurant, you see you eating dinner there, what do you do? Tom, that's what I, just go to the store, Wash their wind and then I go inside and ask for some people give me food, some people give me money, some people, you know, want to kill me. But that's, you know, that's what I do. I say, you can do the same thing if you need money. He goes, no, I cannot do that. I say, okay. He goes, but I have like wife and two kids. Is it, can, you, can you offer me anything else? Maybe you know something else I can do? I say, well, that's all I can do. So you can go wash windows. He goes, can I at least come with you? Can you ask for the money? So, okay. You know, I don't mind to help you. So the next day I went with him. So it's obviously not as boring. It's a little bit more fun. So now I have somebody to talk to and somebody, if I get kicked out of the store by somebody with a stick, I don't feel as bad because I have somebody who can take a little bit of sorrow off me. So then the, in a week or so, he tells me, you know what, I've got a friend who's in the same position that I am. Can he come with us? I said, that's okay. The more the merrier. And, you know, within 30 days, all of a sudden I had 30 employees. 
awesome. And I was still 17 years old, even though all the guys around me were already in their 30s and 40s. And I understood that the whole idea, I did not try to build a business or make money. All I did was trying to help those guys. They're willing to split income with me because, you know, I would go and ask for the money. I handled the money part and they were just washing the windows. And after a while, I already had a set customers and all the places I could go and could not go. And I had the whole working business model. From that point on, it was clear to me that if I focus on helping people, I will never have to worry about the money ever again. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, powerful, mate. And uh, so interesting to see, you know, at a young age and they're like <clears throat> so many people that were a lot older than you that, you know, you were <clears throat> doing that and, and managing it and such quick of time. I love that um, insight into, you know, your experience. And I know, um, you know, at, at a later time um, when you're a bit older uh, that you also started your own trade school and you got to a million a month in profits within 18 months as well. Right. So that's massive, um, you know, in a short period of time. So like what happened with that? What were some key things that you were able to just scale, you know, so quickly, um, you know, for that, that you created? It's understanding and looking for the problems, because if you create your business about solving your problems, so was my the business that I sold for nine figures. The whole idea of the business, I had to solve a problem. And because it was a T era, and this type of a businesses were growing very, very fast. And the big guys would, you know, barge in. And if they see a good idea, they'll buy you for, you know, nine or even 10 figures. It's like, you know, some companies like broadcast.com was sold for $3.2 billion. They never even used that platform. They literally paid for nothing. But Mark Cuban, I'm sure, is a very happy person that they did that. <laughs> but um, the school was a little bit more problem for me to do because there was a lot of issues I had to deal with. It was a trade school and I didn't have any experience. And there was a lot of competition because first I didn't know what to do because what kind of a school. And you know, when I teach people, there's something I enjoy, but I didn't know what type of a school I need to do. So the only school that made sense at the time and because there was demand on the information technology, there was this extreme shortage for software engineers. But it's very hard to teach somebody something of a real skill in a short period of time so they can actually go and get a real job. So I had to come up with a solid model that actually worked. Because I had my business before and I had a problem finding good engineers, I had to bring the and create the training program in my business so I could bring the people with some talents and put them through a training so they would get training on a job and actually start working once they get a training. So I used the same idea of my playbook from my previous business and started applying it in a school because I thought the idea of using the practice is a lot more valuable just learning from the book. But there was a lot of issues. First, people could not afford to come to my school. If they could afford, they would go to more reputable school because I just started, nobody knew who I was. 
So I had to lower the price can consist, I mean, quite a bit because the competition was costed like $8,000. We had some kind of a loans. So you can go in for $2,000. So I lowered my price to $1,200 and I didn't even know how am I going to survive and pay bills and everything else. So that didn't even work. People couldn't even afford $1,200. I'm saying, okay, I need to find something. So I went and went through all the nonprofit organization and found a couple of companies who were willing to give a grant for first educational people who wants to get a trade education for the first time, they'll give me like $1,200 grant. I said, okay, that will work. So at least they can come in for free and $1,200 will be there, but $1,200 wouldn't even cover the expenses of a school. So what I had to do, now I have to figure out, okay, how am I gonna do it? So my thinking was I have to create the process for them to learn that they can learn. And the only way they can learn is through the practice. So if I'm gonna put somebody instead of a teacher, but a project manager, who's gonna, if they're gonna learn on the practice, working on the real projects and get a real experience, it would be easier for them to get a job at the end of the day. So what I did, I started outsourcing project from the companies like Lancome and Coca-Cola for pennies and dollars because the labor didn't cost me anything. And I was making $20, $30 an hour for every single hour that my students actually were working on the project. I just started generating a lot better income. But now I had to come up with a bold promise that no trade school would come up with. And my promise was that I guarantee you a job by the end of the school. Because the best thing you can get is like resume creators or some con employment counselors. But nobody in this industry ever guarantee you a job and then of the school that you pay nothing for in the first place. You go for a school for free and then they guarantee you a job at the end. So I had to figure out how to solve that problem. So what I did, I brought in the headhunting, so placement company straight in the school. So we would actually would have a headhunters contact all the companies because my students already had real experience working on the big name companies like Lancome and Coca-Cola, it was a lot easier to place them with a job. And the people that we had problems to place with a job, I would recycle them back in the school and make them a teachers to taking new classes. And this way everybody got employment and this way my income from zero, technically $1,200 grant, went up to $20,000, $30,000 per employee, the profit-wise, because of the outsourcing and placement income. That's why it didn't take very long to get to a million dollars in profit, because demand was high. Everybody wanted, I mean, there were more people wanting to come to a school for free that guarantee you a job at the end, then we could handle it. Very long answer. Huh? <laughs> That's awesome. That was amazing. I just, I love the way that you think and how you, yeah, solve those key problems with, um, you know, the labor side of things and getting them hands-on instead of just learning from a book. It's like, hey, let's, let's actually do it on real projects. That's amazing. And then, yeah, the big promise. I think that's a big thing, you know, for businesses in general, right? What's the promise um, there and to guarantee them a job and either it was in the field or as a teacher, like, that's just so smart um, in um, how you structured that. So love that, mate. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people can, um, you know, unpack that thinking, right? And, and I guess you, um, you obviously 
invest right with the venture capital firms into a lot of businesses and um you know and, and people right because a lot of the time investing is with people at the same time because um the idea can be good but do, is there the right people behind it so when you're working with these people these entrepreneurs you know what do you think um is the biggest thing that sort of holds them back you know from being successful state of mind and understanding of their own abilities and skills that's yeah. it that's the easy one that's the easy one that's it that's the simple answer all right guys uh, that's all you need so so let, let's get into it a bit more right so you know state of mind um you know i know you like to use the term like self-awareness right about you know who we're being um there so um and and i think you know one part of self-awareness is is about our energy right at the same time so do you want to maybe delve into a little bit about you know the energy we bring to things and and how you know um our awareness around that is important and how we yeah show up right um the way i use it is the model first you have to understand so there's a lot of parts to it but you have to understand not only your personality because your behavior is extremely important and different in personality and behavior most people don't understand the personality is how you look at the world and behavior, how you appear to the world. But it's two different things. That's why appearance is always not actually what's going on. And we have an identity, something that naturally we've been born with, our skills and talents. So once you understand those things, you now you have to be aware of to not to show your flaws in the business of just focusing on your strengths but if you have flows, now you have to bring the teammates who can cover those flows that you cannot cover. So that's successful business cannot be built by a single person. So it's not a self-employed gig, it's a business. So the business have to have the right team. The right team have to be built around the right skill set of the different people who can add to each other abilities instead of delete it. So that's the most important thing. Plus, they obviously have to have something that people would benefit from that actually will solve the problem in the way that nobody else came up with. Yeah, I love that, mate. Um, so interesting and um, all those different elements which there, and, and I think identity is a big piece, right? Because, you know, we have an identity, but at the same time, that like evolves right over time because and and that could also be the thing that holds us back at the same time because i know some people could be stuck you know with a certain identity which is not the identity of who they really want to be or or that they're stepping into so you know what are your thoughts around i guess the shifting you know of identities right um i think you're using two different ideas because the, what you're describing is more like a personality because identity does not change. This is something you're born with, the personality does. And your personality really depends on where you are and who you are around. Obviously your personality changes, depends on your environment. So if you're in a positive environment, supporting environment, you're gonna progress a lot better. And if you're in a negative environment, you're probably gonna degress instead of a progress. So it's extremely important. Again, the team is extremely important. You have to have be around the people who push you forward instead of pulling you back. And if you have the people in your life that pulling you back, you don't necessarily have to ignore them. 
but you should know how to be aware and control yourself not to be dragged down by those people because some of those people might be your immediate family. So it's not always you can ignore them. Yes. But if your level of awareness is pretty high, you'll, you know, you'll be able to control yourself and not to give in to the negativity. Yeah. Love that, mate. So true. Yeah. I had to limit my, um, my calls with my parents the once a week. That was my strategy um, because of their mindset. Um, but, you know, we go deep on the calls. We message every day. But just the speaking element, um, that's what I found um, works for me. Um, everyone's different, right? Uh, we can always still be around, like you said, these people. And, and if we're conscious about not letting it affect us, that we can. But we still want to make sure that we're, um, yeah, investing our time into more people that, um, yeah, are there to support us, right? And, and have that good mindset because it rubs off on us the same time um love it mate so um let's talk a bit about uh the enneagram and i know you're big on this um you know the, the testing and the different um personas or uh, you probably know it a lot better than what i do and my wife actually knows a lot about the enneagram she's very deep on it as well so um i'm i'm understanding what i am as the achiever a lot of the time um and, but there's many others that um that are part of it so do you want to maybe just quickly introduce like what the Enneagram is to understanding ourselves and um, yeah, just a little bit more about like how it can help us, right. To, to move forward. Right. Um, quite a few years back, I was a part of the fourth way, which is actually a spiritual organization that the, the, the whole focus is understanding yourself. It started by a good drift and they had a lot of powerful people in this organization. This is a sacred organization. You cannot just walk in. It's very hard to find who they are, where they are, they don't tell people that they're part of organization. And there's a couple of people who are very powerful in it. Somebody like, you probably heard of name Hitler or Stalin. They're actually part of the fourth way. And the fourth way actually generated a way of understanding yourself better through a personality, which is anagram. So Enneagram is actually a part of the, was born by, from the fourth way and created by Gurdjieff, who actually was a founder of fourth way. What it does is helps people understand their personality. And personality is not something we're born with, which is identity. Personality is something that we acquired over the years. And by testing yourself, it can give you a better idea what actually motivates you and what stresses you and how to function better and more be more functional in your way like i'm type a the nanogram which makes me a challenger it means i like to be challenged i like to be in an environment that people want me to do the things that i don't think possible and i like to challenge myself so that's great if i create the business and the environment that structure that way are going to be a lot better, more functional. And the way I process the information, I process information through talking. Because if you're type, I believe four or three, you're going to process information through thinking. I process information through talking. So I operate better in a group of people. And the other types might operate better by themselves. It doesn't make me actually extroverts because I'm actually introvert. But I still process information in a group of people better than I do it on my own. 
but it's, it's just good system for people to better understand themselves and their personality. Yeah. Love it, mate. Very cool. And there's nine um, parts of it, right? Nine types. Um, right. There's nine different personalities. Yeah. And, and there's like um, the ones that to ascend to the next part, you sort of got to go into the, the you know, this one, there's sort of like a little bit of a, a structure, I guess, to how right. you're moving up depending on where you're at. And, and there's like light and dark sides to them as well. Right. To my understanding where, you know, yes. there's a mature and amateur. Yes. So the difference in maturity by you understanding yourself better, you can control your negative sides better than the person who doesn't understand them. So for type eight, for example, the type eight who's amateur is gonna get angry at people for no reason. The mature one will control the anger and transition to a different energy. Mm. Yeah, I like that. So true, right? Um, you know, it's um, we all get triggered by certain things and it's able to, yeah, being able to understand what those are. Um, and, and that it comes back down to the awareness piece, right? Like we're talking about through this whole thing here is, you know, understanding generally who we are, but then how is our personality? What are all these things that we're good or not good at? And what could we fall down with? And if you're aware of that, then you can work on them or not to let them, yeah, let it affect you um, as much. Um, so we can, yeah, make more of an impact, whatever that is, um, you know, in our lives. So, um, yeah, mindfulness is definitely key. Actually, the last publishing of Time magazine. The cover is about mindfulness that can help you to be happy and healthy. That's on Time Magazine right now. Mm. What are your thoughts around that? Like about mindfulness, like what are some key things, you know, like people talk about meditation, like things like that. Like what are some key things that you think could help us, you know, with our mindfulness and, you know, wellness elements of uh, putting that into our routines? That's the only thing that separates us from animals being in control of ourselves because animals do not have self-control and people are so when you have just reacting to things you're obviously not mindful right and there's always opportunity for you to react instead of act by processing what actually happened it gives you a huge advantage in everything in relationships within family relationship in business relationship because your ability to control yourself and control the person you're dealing with give you a lot more opportunity to be more successful than if you can't yeah that's awesome love that um element there and um i guess you know obviously my, we've been talking a bit around mindset and things today and um, you know, we talked about obviously being more positive, your environment, you know, hanging around the right people more so where possible and potentially limiting or, or protecting yourself um, from, from others that may not be as positive and, and a bit more negative. What are some things that you think that, you know, we could do to just enhance our mindset? Like, you know, if we're having a bit of challenges to be more positive or just in generally, you know, to be better at, at what we do. It's a work. You need to, I don't think it's possible to do it on your own. I've tried it for a very long time. I couldn't do it on my own. I had to join like a fourth way organization because I've tried it for a very long time, for 30 years, even plus when I was joined the 
fourth way, I, I couldn't change myself. You need to have a mentor who can guide you through a process because it's not easy seeing yourself from outside and understand yourself, how the other people see you. You need somebody who can reflect that to you and can help you to guide you through a process who has got experience doing that. I do it with everybody. I mentee, for example. So when people come to me, the first three months, I do not even go into business with people. So people come to me because they want to make like, I don't know, a billion dollars. I don't care, 20, 30, $100 million. I say, okay, you know, the first thing, you have to start understanding yourself, understanding your skills. And we don't even go for three months into the money part at all. It's almost like Karate Kid, right? Wax on, wax off. <laughs> no, nothing, no kicks, no punches. Wax on, wax off. That's literally my model. It takes about three months for people actually to think start to progress. Yeah. I, I don't know. I cannot give any advice how you can do it on your own. I couldn't. I'll be a bad person to advise that. Oh, that's all right. I, I think that's the, the key bit of advice, right? Is to get a mentor or, you know, coach someone there to actually guide you through a process and work out what are the other things that are, that are inside you that you're, in your unconscious mind that you're not conscious about make them conscious and then change the unconscious mind right um there so that you can you know re-script yourself um in those ways and you're right it's it's a lot more challenging to do it ourselves um you know in that way it's when you have someone that's good that can guide you yeah that's massive i love the karate kid um analogy as well um you know when, when i met my wife just side thing um I, uh, I, I said, I manifested her at a group meditation event. I asked for my perfect woman, long story short, cause it's like a 10 minute story. And she was there at that event, right? Really powerful story. Now I, one of the things I asked for, I was very specific. I said, no, the same humor, similar movies. And I was wearing a Cobra Kai t-shirt. She says, do you know where your t-shirt's from? I said, yes, do you? She goes, I watched Karate Kid, the movie last night. And you're wearing the t-shirt from that movie, right? So <clears throat> I understand all the references and, you know, all of that. So just a side little thing, but um, I love that. And uh, it's so interesting, isn't it? When you understand the basics. So I guess you're building a strong foundation, right? That's what it is so that then they can grow. You have to. You cannot move forward in a business or life without the proper foundation. I think that's missing in today's society and a business growth and educational system. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, that's awesome, mate. And like, let, let's, um, let's talk a little bit more around like, you know, money and wealth, because, you know, a lot of people want lots of money, right? And a lot of people struggle, a lot of people make a lot of money, right? At the same time, and you've been very successful in that way. We've talked about some of your successes, right in that and, and how you, you know, you're giving back now to, to help others, obviously, at the same time. So you know, what are some key, I guess, characteristics around money and wealth and things that, you know, we should understand so that we can, you know, help us to then be able to, uh, you know, attract it, right, um, to us as well? I think you use the right word attracting because that's the way I'm looking at the money. I'm, I don't look at the money like Warren Buffett does. To me, it's not necessarily analytical. To me, it's actually more energetical. And I look at it as the energy. So if you give somebody money, they all of a sudden they have the energy to perform some kind of a task for you. 
if the customers spend money with you, you need to make sure that they get enough energy back so they feel good about it. Because if they receive exchange of energy for the money, which is energy, given to you, which is less than they gave you energy in the form of money, it means they're gonna feel bad or feel ripped off. But if they feel that they got a lot more energy for exchange of money, energy that they gave you, all of a sudden they feel great about it. So that's pretty much the difference when you buy a product that you're happy about or you buy the product, you think, oh, it's broken, it doesn't work, it just got ripped off. So that's a very important part. So now if we're gonna look at employees, this is a customer and a business relationship, right? Now we have the employees. Employees are not gonna work very well if they think they're underpaid, right? They think that they don't get enough energy to perform the task because you don't give them enough energy. What if you overpay employee? That's actually the case as well. It means they gave them too much energy, which is might actually tire them just as well. So that's why you have to give them just enough energy to perform the task. And that's, that's if you balance the businesses, just looking at the energy alone and understanding the human behavior and identity and psychology, it give you a pretty good view how to deal with the businesses and how to fix different businesses. Because it's all energy. And in my world, I just look at the energy. If the employees happy, if the customers are happy, if the people who's gonna be vendors in between are happy, it means there's a smooth exchange of energy. And there's a chance for a growth and a potential a lot higher if there's somewhere the leakage of the energy. So that's my model for money. That's how I looked at it. Yeah, I love that, mate. Um, being in tune with it and understanding it from an energetic level. Um, yeah, that's really powerful because um, everything's really a frequency, right? Um, around us. And it's just more about that. Because when people look at a stock market, right? We're talking about the money. If you look at your heartbeat and you look at a stock market, doesn't it look the same? So true. It's all energy. Your life is energy. Once the energy is gone, you're dead. Stock market the same way. Once the energy is gone, the stock market dead. Once the energy is gone, the business is dead. Hmm. So it's, it's how to <clears throat> focus the energy into something so that you, it grows basically, right? At the same time. It has to be a proper amount. You don't want it to go too much. You don't want it to go too, too low. So mm -hmm. if it's keep moving like your heartbeat evenly, you're healthy. If it goes too high, you have a rhythm, you might die. If it goes too low, you might just flatline. So the balance is extremely important. Not just only understanding it, but understanding how to keep the balance going. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, I guess we can we can take that from a personal element as well, right? Because a lot of people, you know, the entrepreneur, oh, you got to hustle, you got to work long hours and do all these things. But they're like, you know, that, that turns into burnout, right? Where you're sort of using too much energy at the same time. Exactly. It has to be 100% balanced. In order for you to perform at the peak of your performance, you need to make sure you can do it equally because otherwise you won't be able to perform. And if you're going to get burned out, you're just going to also burn your people around you, your employees, your vendors, your customers, because your level of your energy 
dictate your behavior. Mm. And, and what's something that can help us to balance it out? Like, is it just getting enough sleep and, and maybe doing some meditation or is there some other things that, you know, we could be doing to, to balance, you know, ourselves out as well? It's, it's about, again, a balance of everything. So it's a proper diet, enough sleep, enough sun, enough oxygen, enough drinking water, not too much sugar, not too much fat. So it's all about the balance and all about like right proportions of everything. Mm. If you balance everything, but I agree the meditation is very important to me. It's important. I mean, every single religion, every single teaching is talking about the meditation. So obviously there is a reason for it because it's, it helps us to calm ourselves down. The more relaxed we are, the better self-aware we're going to be. The, better, the more mindful we're going to be and the better function. Yeah. Awesome, eh? Love that uh, analogy of all those different things um, to be balanced. I do love my son as well. When, when it's outside, definitely go for a walk and uh, enjoy it, among other things. Um, and I know that uh, you just got a new book that just got published, uh, Become a uh, Top 2% Earner by Changing Your Brain Chemistry. Love the title. Uh, very unique, mate. So do you want to maybe share us yeah, about what the book is and, and how uh, yeah, it can help us? It's got a few case studies to give people an idea how I see the business. Maybe it can help them to position their businesses in the same way. And I try to put something when I publish a book, it's not my first and obviously not going to be the last one. I always try to put something about value, like what I'm looking in the businesses. I always look something that they can offer that nobody else does. Because otherwise, there's no any unique proposition. So I'm trying to offer something always in the books that I publish that you cannot find it anywhere else. And one of those things that I think is very helpful to everyone is to check whether they subconsciously believe in things that they want to do or achieve. And there's actually a very simple test that can be performed by the friend or wife or husband, whatever, to test that. And if they can see that they are not subconsciously believing what they want to achieve, there are actually a few short exercises that can be performed within three to five minutes and they can test themselves again and see if their subconscious mind have changed. And there's actually almost everyone that I've worked with, it's worked on. It's very simply just described in that book, how to do the test, how to do the exercises, and then test yourself again to see if it worked. If not, go and do it again. So it will take you 10 minutes. We can change your subconscious mind about belief and anything you want. Another thing we actually included there, the way you see things. Because the way we look at a world, I look at a world different. That's maybe I'm a little bit more successful than other people. But I give the people opportunity to change their brain chemistry. So they can see the world the way I see it. And there is actually an image there and explain you what you need to do. And then there is an image in the back of what it actually is. And once you see what it actually is, your brain never can go wandering to what you think it was originally. Because before it's like a blur, you don't even know what it is. But once you see a photo of what it actually is, that's all you're gonna see from now on. There's no way of going back. And that's why the title is by changing your brain chemistry, I can help you to become a 2% earner. Yeah, 
Awesome, mate. Sounds really powerful. And I'm looking forward to doing this test um, to make sure that I'm uh, working on point um, and yeah, getting into it. So I'll be uh, getting that shortly and um, yeah, check it out on Amazon and everyone like that. I'm sure it's going to be um, very powerful. And you've got so much knowledge, mate. And like you said, it was like, you know, but your first one and you're going to be doing more stuff. What else have you got planned that's coming out maybe for us that we should be looking forward to as well? Uh, so the second, the next book, I'm going to be working on the expectations because based on tests that we ran and we did research, 90% of people's stress is due to their expectations. So people expect from other people more than people can deliver or they don't expect enough. They're being surprised, which is just as bad in the business. The same with themselves. They might over-expect from themselves to deliver and burn themselves or under-expect and do not deliver what their capability is. And that's actually with everything, house, wives, kids, understanding uh, other people and yourself, understanding what the expectation is, understanding its energy, where it's coming from and how to manage it and how to position it in a way that it's actually help you to move forward instead of making you stress all the time can improve your quality of life that's the second one the third one is an energy <laughs> the following book is already in process too it's an energy we go deeper to understand why we do what we do because of a different energy so if you're absolutely exhausted and you're laying on the couch you cannot move after like hard work day and 27 mile run and all of a sudden like your favorite person in the world that you haven't seen in 20 years calling you and telling you they're around the corner and they're about to knock on your door, all of a sudden you have the energy that you don't know where it's coming from. And you all of a sudden up and you're willing to do whatever you need to do to fix up your house or meet your friend or to go out. We go deeper in understanding where the energy is coming from, how to manage it and how to have it when you need it and maybe lower it a little bit when you have it too much of it. Again, I think it's extremely important in people's lives, personal or business. Yeah, amazing, mate. These things look awesome as well so and sound awesome and just everything. So I'm looking forward to delving into them once they come out and yeah it's been it's been a powerful um yeah session today mate an episode um so much different goal to different areas of how you're thinking and and how you look at things and um yeah i think everyone should get into that book as well because i'm sure they'll, they'll get a really deep insight into the way you see things and how um you know they can model um different areas and, and improve themselves as well and i guess as we're wrapping up here today um what one key piece of advice would you give to all the entrepreneurs watching and listening today Ignore the noise and focus on understanding yourself and the people around you. And that will put you in a lot better path because there's way too much noise around us that actually just pulling us back instead of letting us to move forward. Mm. Love that, mate. Really powerful. Um, this is this, you know, I, I love that, you know, some of your things are just like so few words, but so profound. And it's like, just really sit with that with everybody. I hope that, that you know, you did that because then um, I can really make a big shift um, in you if you really embody that. As yeah, well. Let me give my quote since we're already closing. Yeah. Because that's very important to me. And I tell that to everybody I've ever worked with. Seek no truth, seek understanding.
don't try to find flaws within anything. Don't look for the truth because there is no human that's perfect. Everybody's got skeletons. Every business is going to have some issues with them. You always can find something to pick on. But if you seek the understanding what the people are trying to do, or what that person is all about, it's going to be a lot better in your life for you. And it's going to be, life's going to be a lot easier to move forward. Yeah. Love that. Seek understanding everyone. Um, powerful stuff there. Love the quote, mate. And uh, yeah, we connected through our networks where I learned about your awesome journey to, yeah, make, getting these massive companies, big exits, making million dollars of profit, you know, a month um, within 18 months. And then, you know, investing in a lot of businesses and now helping others, you know, to be able to grow, um, you know, their self-awareness as well as, um, you know, their businesses and, and things like that as well. Um, you know, you're an awesome guy and I'm sure you continue to help entrepreneurs go from the top 10% earners to the top 2% earners in the world. You know, very grateful that we connected and I look forward uh, to working with you as well. So Alex, how can uh, people find you and get in contact with you? The easiest way right now is probably to your LinkedIn. That's the only social media that either I check or my assistant check if there's anything interesting coming in, I'm checking in. I will provide you with the link that you might include for the page for the people that I mentor and they might go on a waiting list and see if they're qualified and might be, it would be opportunity for us to work with them. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so guys, yeah, check out Alex on LinkedIn. Um, you know, if, if, if you're a good fit, work with him, but also look at his book, right? The book's just come out, go on Amazon, check out his book. Cause then whether you're working with Alex right now or not, you can get a deep into his mind and how you can better yourself. Right. Um, at the same time, um, in between anyway. So powerful, powerful stuff. Definitely check him out. And thank you to everyone for watching and listening to this show where we talk about everything on business growth and please like subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube as Ethan Cassiotis or visit my website, ethancassiotis.com. And if you want to grow, scale, cut costs, and increase profit in your business, you can reach out to me on any platform to see if we're a good fit. And I completely agree with you. Or do I? The only way you know is if you tune in next time. So until next time, remember that our business grows when we learn skills and take action using them in spite of fear. So remember to design your growth and results.